0: all right sophie when are you ready you are recording oh
1: Oh, shit shit. all right ready ready
0: hi everybody welcome the sisters are in Hi. Kathy and I, Donna, are a little distracted because as we we're getting ready for recording, we we're pulling some cards out and they're
1: pretty amazing. So amazing. We had the Ace of Pentacles. It's a crazy. It was a good week. It was a really good week. We have so much in our hands. We have so much creativity, money coming in, uh, doing what we want to do. Where do you see money coming in? in my head <laughs> I see money manifestation I'm, baby Scrooge McDuck is in my head and I'm
0: all for it my head is full of clowns
1: stop uh, it I went to see it stop it don't yeah. talk about it and then I don't came home to see it.
0: American Horror Story so my... And then you pet. fell
1: asleep like a like a baby, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like with comfort. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. And meanwhile, nightmares. <laughs> nightmares for me.
0: Pretty much. But what's funny during it... I just had a little bubble face there. <clears throat> but what's funny when I was watching it was um, the clown didn't really scare... I mean, of course, I, I love a good psychological... That's you know, something's psycho- going to jump that's out. Clear. That's, yeah, that's clear. Hold on. Yeah, I like scare. a good horror. You okay. know, don't get me wrong. But what is always scary to me in the beginning um little boy goes down to the basement Stop and he's really scary why are of the you basement? telling me
1: why are we talking <laughs> we have a topic today called boundaries donna's crossing <laughs> a fucking boundary
0: well i don't mean to i was all i was saying is that um uh, when i watch scary movies quote unquote scary movies the stuff that's not scary is the scary part to me because like um like we watch things like The Exorcist, like a documentary. That's not scary. That is weird. That's because because we do ghost busting and stuff. And so when we see ghost stories. I could
1: fight a demon, look (laughs) him straight in the face and say, get the hell out. And yet we talk about a clown. I can't sleep. A doll. Oh, that Annabelle stuff. (laughs) Because it's true. Because it will come to life. It will kill me in my sleep. It will kill me in my sleep.
0: It's not. I'm always scared of like, I just reminisce of what, you know, growing up in a dark and haunted house. Like, I like you and I have no fear like you're saying like we'll look at a demon when people are like oh it's we're so like, scary we we're this. like yeah what else I'm not I always Don't. tell Chris that he can't scare me he has a hard time scaring me um you know jumping out of corners right. and stuff because I ex- I always expect things to jump out of corners <laughs> like I work I work in a theater that has ghosts like I am always on that guard so to speak so I, when I was watching it um, the little boy was just looking down the basement stairs and I was like, oh, I know that feeling. <laughs> and then when the clown came out, I was like, yeah, that's not scary because it's a manifestation in their heads and whatever. And uh, that doesn't scare me. But just like the basement stairs.
1: That's what thats what I'm saying. Yeah, you that's scare scary. me all the time. I'm telling you, I fight. You're really... easy to scare. It's so bizarre. And so much fun. It's so bizarre. It's, I'm just bizarre. Did you have
0: any good psychic clients this week?
1: I did I I was I'm very it's the season tis the season Mm. this is when uh, I have a lot of parties I had a lot of I'm having booked up with parties which is you know like sex swinger parties that you
0: make (laughs) me go to when we're dressed up in costume do you know that story Sophie that's the best story ever your mother tells me
1: (laughs) I'm so naive so naive Kath is so naive I got invited to a party a Halloween party and she says, Donna,
0: I have no you beer. have to come with me. I don't have anybody to go with. And you know, you love Halloween, which I do. I love Halloween more than anything. I love Halloween more than my birthday. And so I'm always up for... <laughs> and you were like, let's dress up like we kind of match. Yeah, I like matching stuff. And it's I, fun. And you wanted to be the Fruit of Looms grape guy <laughs> that year. I loved it. Because you're always a man.
1: I'm always a man. Did you know that? Did you know that? What? That was his- so well, first hold on. of all, we're going to tell you the story, and then
0: so I decide I'm going to dress up as uh, Tantalus. Oh, Tantalus! That's because right. the grapes, right? Because the, the grapes. You know the I was like, "What goes grapes? with grapes?" Because I was not going to be the apple.
1: No, you of weren't going to be. No, you had guy. to be more intellectual than that.
0: So then we go to the party, and which is just like a McMansion with like I don't know I eight don't, people. It was like overly decorated with was, cheesy, cheesy. It was
1: invited from a friend. See, this is this is now in hindsight. The friend who invited me couldn't go and said, you should go anyway. So I think that's really bad. This is a bad story, but it's a good story. Oh, stop looking at me like that. Okay. So, so we're dressed up like Tantalus and the grapes. I couldn't get in the car because the balloons that were... <laughs> 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 the balloons that were that were pinned yeah. into the sweatshirt in my little Subaru, <laughs> in my little Subaru. Do you have a picture? Oh, right. I'm sorry, I do. In a Subaru, so I'm squished up with the balloons, and she's got this beautiful like white thing because you're always great decorating yourself. And we go in, and I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. I'm and s- everyone kind of stops. Did
0: you notice that there was only yes. like the and there was like three people in this room and right. two people and in the, that room. And the weird
1: thing is that they were all dressed up like slut cats. Yeah, and the the, 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 the board.
0: The, Housewife. It was the board housewife. Oh my god! Everybody was, was, like, was
1: dressed up like like the guy from the YMCA in the leather, yeah. and dark arrows type thing. And meanwhile, I it have this big a- ass <laughs> Fozzie the bear smile, like I'm I'm grapes. And people and we were like, it was a weird vibe. And I'm like. I don't feel very comfortable. And Donna, like, we'll, we'll just get a drink and then we'll go in the other room. We were the only people in the room watching everybody like mingle. And it was just... The and m- all.
0: it was like all of a sudden they were guarded and it, they were clearly like a close group of people. And finally I was like, we got the <laughs> fuck out of here.
1: I said, Donna, wait, you have to go. I said, I think so. And the funny part is that I my balloons... <laughs> couldn't fit through the door and <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I saw walk out like sideways <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's <slipping laughs> and, and before the that <laughs> there was like some weird Kink Tut guy who was like hey, sisters sister. yeah and I'm like, Woo! and we I, were like uh, okay time to go I,
1: and I know, and I am a little uh Naive that way sometimes. I don't, I don't. I was gonna say, stunnade. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just feel like everybody's just gonna have a good time, but that's what that was.
0: Well, the follow up was that you asked your friend, like, what's yeah, wh- up what's with that? The-? What's up with and the- she thought that
1: she why thought would you I
0: knew and that w- they were and swingers why would, first
1: of all i am so not the person to do that yeah, I like i am not i am open like we could talk about sex and porn and have a good time but i don't want to go to that no i don't want to yeah. do it and i just want to talk about it
0: yeah and at the time you know we had the toddler with special
1: needs yeah like, <laughs> i was home with nobody special was dating <laughs> like was like what are you doing <laughs> it was so bizarre. Uh, bizarre the funniest part is sneaking out like with the squeak through the door all from my book. Yes. the most unsexy thing ever that's me not yeah. very sexy but that was really funny that was a really funny story halloween is pretty funny and it's so weird that like really dark basements scare me but i will fight off anything that's like i'm like yeah. i'm doing it i don't yeah. know why that is yeah So um,
0: yeah go you know we're, pretty soon we'll do an episode about ghost stories and ghosts ooh, and stuff and that's i got
1: lots of stories yeah we have
0: lots of stories, lots of stories. and um and oogly booglies. That's what, that's what Rose used to call them. Ugly booglies. Is that
1: porcelain doll I had when I was like five years old. That was in the closet. Yeah. And the eyes would open. And don't tell me that. Say <laughs> I got chills. They I didn't chills. open. They did. They did not open. When you open. leaned
0: it back, it would
1: open. Like if the, if you leaned. Yeah, into- it's
0: called gravity.
1: <laughs> Weirdo. Up, no. It was alive. It was going to kill me in my sleep. Ask Christina. You. She'll tell you. My friend, my best friend, growing up. She'll tell you. She remembers the doll because we couldn't sleep. It was scary. I don't. I don't like it. Where
0: did that doll come from? We weren't doll people. Yaya.
1: Oh, really? Yaya gave it to me, and oh. she put it on a chair, yeah. and it was just like poltergeist. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is that time of year, though. It is that time. Of- so you so have lots part- of parties, but so not the swinger sex parties. No, I XN on
1: the. Artie pays XA. <laughs> so I, uh, yeah, I got booked up a lot of parties. I met such beautiful people. It was very successful. Um, no major, no major stories I want to say because it's still new. Uh, so I know people are listening. I want to respect their space. But- you
0: know what's weird when you say you have parties is that um, do you um, read people individually, like yeah. separate from everyone? Yeah. Because don't you find it weird when people want to sit in with their friends for a psychic reading i do
1: that and then i tell their secrets (laughs) (laughs) i was like come on i gotta tell you something and then i'm like I see that you're dating another man. Are and, you
0: talking about the other person? Yeah, who butts, who's the like, who, yeah, who wants yeah. to come
1: in? I was like, oh, please come in. And the friend's like, well, and you know, and then of course
0: it does crack me up when I watch you do readings of people, and they're like, no, go ahead, I'm an open book. And then and then you say something, and they're like, how did you know that? First of all, don't and you're tell like. Them. That's so annoying. It's <laughs> it's the second most annoying. The first most annoying thing is, tell me something about myself, the test. And the second one is,
1: <laughs> how did you know that? How did I know that? I was, I was like, like, I have what? no idea. What? I'm, I'm a computer hacker. I know everything about you. That's what I say. I know everything about you. Oh, yeah. It's the computer. <laughs> <hacking>. <laughs> like I, can't, I can't even open my I email. I have, to, I have to ask Sophie. Sophie, how do you share a thing on FaceSpace? <laughs> Stupid yeah how do you know that (laughs) how do
0: you know that but how do you um you know when we do free advice for a dollar people friends tend to want to hang around
1: I always ask the person is this something you want because I I love it when people want to share their stuff I'm okay with it but if somebody is just being nosy and I know that I'll say I can read the person who wants the reading and say you know I think it's best if it's just Mm one-on-one because sometimes it's just good to have fun if I have a lot of people sometimes they get hired for like parties of like 25 people, which is Mm -hmm. really fun. Mm -hmm. And I just do five to 10 minute readings, you Mm -hmm. know, and you just say something fun and and people go, Oh, you know, it's just, that is, that is a good time. Mm -hmm. But when you're doing a party, usually with like six or seven people, you meet individually. And then, um, I just, I kind of hook them in and then they call me and they want a private reading. That's Mm -hmm. why I do it. But I love to meet people. I love to meet, new people and we have just a great time
0: not swingers though (laughs) that's
1: that's your boundary that's my that is a clear thick boundary
0: it's funny when you um we talked about ideas for different episodes and i was like oh what can we talk about and we were so light at first we were like oh well we'll do some psychic stories we'll talk about us and you were like boundaries (laughs) we want to talk about boundaries i was like okay i wrote down boundaries we'll do it right away Jeez (laughs) louise it's such a t- uh, hot topic for Kathy B. Why um, Kathy C. Sorry, Kathy B. For is, Kathy, everybody knows Miss Kathy. Yeah, too. Um, it's such a hot topic for you.
1: It is a really because you know what? When people sit down and want a reading, it always ends up coming up that we have. I have to help them with boundaries. And boundaries to me um, is a hot topic with everybody and everything because it seems to be everybody's quagmire. I have a you know the questions would be you know I have I'm have a family member who wants me to always go to their house. I don't like going to their house. I don't like their husband. Or um, I have a work issue. I have a coworker who's you know an asshole. How do I handle that? My boss is this or um, you know sometimes I'm tired and I don't want to answer my phone and there's so many variations of boundaries you can have interpersonal Mm -hmm. you know introspective Mm -hmm. boundaries with yourself Mm -hmm. i have a boundary with food yeah i cross that boundary all the time I cross It's the constantly, b- it moves, <laughs> it, <laughs> it moves. moves with me. Don't put the line in the so sand.
0: It's like attached <laughs> to you, and like a carrot. And a th- and so as you move forward, it the moves forward. Was, so you never, I I never, never cross the boundary.
1: So technically I don't cross that boundary. My only
0: boundary that uh, people who are my good friends and my friend just posted something really gross on my Facebook page today. Um, I, you know, I have a lot of interesting friends. I meet a lot of interesting people. And we've talked about this that I don't judge generally about like the things that you do i mostly judge you about i don't know your character about like if you don't like the beatles i know i mentioned that because that's a boundary i know
1: and i I listen to. i know
0: um but anyway uh uh i have people who are in the sex industry
1: and uh wow i think this is the topic of
0: sex is it really a topic of sex? I'm oh like, yeah, I bring up sex. You bring up well boundaries, but here's and the, my my only <laughs> my only <laughs> and boundary. Is next. My only boundary. I really have a problem with furries. That's my What's boundary. What furries?
1: Seriously? You what don't are know furries? No, I don't. What are are you furries? Serious? What are furries?
0: Furries are people who have sex with each other and mascot.
1: Um, well, I would like not big know stuffed that. stuffed
0: animals. I don't. They do have them. conventions and everything. It's like a thing And there's this weird connection between anime and furries. So when we go to conventions that are, there's comic book conventions. Don't dress up like Grace Sometimes <laughs> have anime. And then the anime people are sometimes are furries. And me and Chris always like can easily see, oh, that's a furry. And I'm not okay with it. I'm just not okay with it. And um, Is it
1: because they have sex with each other that they're dressed uh, up? Is it what is it that you what is, I think that, um I think it bothers me because a lot of them
0: uh I've I've understand that the attraction starts with like being sexual with your stuffed animals.
1: Oh, and I so see. there's this weird Okay, to I me, see it's like child like that's yeah, that's a boundary.
0: And I that's I can't see that. No me gusta. I no, don't, no, no, I don't no, understand. no, 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 I don't know. That. That's so- my, that's my, the boundary. The other boundary I have is, um, I wouldn't date, uh, a Red Sox fan. That's a clear boundary. Out. I might like you a you lot. You didn't
1: talk to me for three days because I said I liked that guy. Oh, Jesus. What was his name? From the Red Sox. I thought he was cute. Nomar. No, no, not no. Is that? Nomar Garcia Parra? right? Oh, no, the guy who does the hand thing? That's look, yeah look, look, look. yeah no, yeah that's not the guy the guy no. that looked like jesus yeah you remember yeah. that he
0: had big beard. And and he... oh johnny damon johnny damon and then he became oh. a yankee yeah Dam- yeah yeah. I was pissed. That, that
1: was a psychic moment I was so pissed i was i was a psychic <laughs> moment i knew he was gonna be a yankee that's, that's bullshit i was at the kitchen table <laughs> i call bullshit i was like oh i think uh what was his name
0: johnny damon johnny
1: damon so hot when
0: he had that long hair and the beard they used uh, to call him johnny of nazareth that's
1: right <laughs> And I remember going, oh, he's so cute. And you slammed your hand. What did you say? Yeah. I was like, boundaries. J-. And I went, Johnny Depp really cute. <laughs> and I was really afraid of you. And then not even a week later, he became a Yankee. Booya! Psychic moment. Still a boundary. Still boundaries. Yeah. I, anyway. I still, anyway. Anyway. So I totally forgot where we're going with this. I don't remember. Yeah. The boundaries. Oh, why boundaries are important. You know what? Yeah boundaries are really important especially now we're gonna get a little serious with the work that I do because um it's unfortunate but if you understand the more evolved you get not just I'm not talking about me but if you notice in your life the more that we've talked about change you change and grow people fall people fall out yeah and it's because I I off my experience I lose a lot of friends because they want me to always read their cards yeah and they want me to always solve their problems because I can see things mm-hmm. and they don't really understand what I have to do to use my gift or to keep my gift. And it takes a lot of work. It's not just, you know, I have to, I have to really make sure that I take care of myself. I yeah. have to make sure I meditate. I have to make sure I'm in a good mind frame. If I'm not, I can't do this work. So, and I went to school for that. I, you know, I've done a lot to have it. It's not like it just comes and It's easy. And one of the, issues i had with boundaries was with money Mm -hmm. remember i used to tell you all the time i don't like charging people money because i'm doing god's work and you were like fuck that you got to charge people yeah and i felt really awful charging people for something that i felt like it was a gift and then you're like and then i um went i did a party and a friend of mine christina her husband said to me kathy i'm a dentist if somebody needs a root canal do I just not let them pay when they can't have it if they need a root canal? There's nothing different than what I do than what you do. This is your job. This is because my gift is, is I'm able to do a really good job with somebody's teeth. Your job is to help people get to where they need to be. He taught me such this was years and years ago and he's like you have to put food on the table mm-hmm. and this is your scale. If you're a blacksmith mm-hmm. if you were a carpenter you're gifted you have to be able to sustain yourself. Is a blacksmith Really uh, a modern you career. Know I've been watching <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> and I'm fixing. I'm binge watching Game of Thrones. I'm only on episode six. Everybody leave me alone. Samples <laughs> of <laughs> careers. <Yeah. Some laughs> jester. That's if a you're scare. a jester, you deserve you're a to be paid.
0: <laughs> you're a j- if you're a necromancer <laughs> you deserve <laughs> Necro- to be paid my point is that, <laughs> is that we
1: all are born with gifts yeah, money you, is energy
0: it is and money is an energy yeah. so
1: that was boundary number one because people would take advantage of me and again as you're getting to know me i in the it took me a long time to wisen up a little bit and have a little bit more you know self-esteem and worth of what i do mm-hmm. and so like i said this was over 15 years ago and um what would happen is that as i was evolving and the people my friends around me were breaking down and having crisis and all this they were calling me all the time and it was yeah it was draining me and i wanted yeah. to be there it's like you know i love you so much but you know yeah. i'd have to say you know i can really refer you to somebody else because it's it's i'm now taking on your stuff yeah
0: we call those people psychic vampires
1: it's a lot. People who
0: just suck that energy.
1: They just, they just need it. And like again, it's all love and light. It's like I just want you to be happy, but I can't help you with that. And yeah. that it was ended up draining me. Yeah. And I work with vulnerable people. Yeah. And when somebody's vulnerable, not just psychically, like I yeah. work with families and yeah, you, I yeah. work with yeah. families and uh, Crisis, parents, yeah. yeah, parents who have special needs children. Boundaries is the number one conversation. It's like, I'm here as your support system, but I can't be your friend. Right. I, can't, I have
0: that at my job, too. I, I can't I be have, a friend. like, 70 volunteers. They're all really lovely people. Right. I enjoy them. I want to know about their personal lives, but I can't accept their invitations um, to their, you know spouse's birthday right. party because with 70 people You're, how do i and i can't possibly say yes to one and no to right. the other mm-hmm. although there are some that are my friends i've met them or we have uh, other acquaintances and right. i might be friends with them on facebook and i know right. that to some people on facebook you can see who f- is friends with right. other people and i'm not friends with them on facebook and it's it's awkward sometimes. It is, but often. I have to. I just have to keep that boundary.
1: It's about self care. I think in order to be successful in your life, you know, you, like I said, self care is really important. And when you're getting drained by outside influences, it's a good time to do some reflection because you got to take care of yourself and your life and your path. And you can't take other people's th- other people's issues and things. It took a long time. Yeah. it's not
0: easy. It isn't you it know isn't. and it, it you know it hurts at the same time when you um i think about a friend that i lost when the a couple was divorcing and uh chris and i put down the boundaries like we want to be friends with both of you right we want all all parties to right. survive it it's emotional and there and he respected the boundaries. Oh, my gosh. Silver Snape just threw himself at me. <laughs> he respected the boundaries, but she did not. She was constantly wanting us to convince um, him to go back to her, to yeah, listen to her. A- to. Um, she was asking us to take up her, whatever her cause was of the day. And I continually begged her you're putting us in a bad situation. We can't possibly remain friends mm-hmm. if we right. do what you're asking us to do. And at some point we realized uh, we either have to respect our boundaries right. and not be her friend. right, Or we're going to, for the sake of the friendship, break those boundaries. Right. And we chose the former. And it's hard. And... Uh, she hates our guts and she did some pretty awful things and said some pretty awful things. And um, that's what made her feel better. Right. I wish her love and light wherever sure. the hell she is. Sure, But um, she's out of our lives. It's unfortunate. I, of course, would not. I would not choose that. It wasn't some. It wasn't. I felt like we were pushed to that.
1: You always, Well, you mentioned before, and I always say this in my work, is meet people where they're at. Right. And when people are broken and sad, you know, and you are the light and you're offering things that they're seeking, you, you're attractive to them. Yeah. And you That's have to, so true. Right. And so you have to be very mindful of how much you give and what you can give. But being clear about what you can and can't give is the best thing to do now through the years. All the friends that are in my life right now I don't have many, but the few I have are so respectful and understand because I can say, listen, I'm psychic. You know that I've, and most of my friends I've known for like over 15 years. Um, but they pay for readings.
2: Right. They offer that. Right. I
1: don't say, give me right. money. They, oh, you know, they same. say, Kathy, I'm yep. coming over and yep. put things in the donation yep. thing. And I, and I'm so happy with that. It's like, if you're a hairdresser, Donna, yeah. if you were yeah. a hairdresser, or if you're a massage therapist, uh, no
0: people ask for free for tic- tickets. Free tickets all, all the, time.
1: the time. It's the same thing. But my real friends don't. Right, and it's a it's the cl- being clear about what you can and can't do is really helpful. or what you won't do. What I won't
0: do. I don't think it's about can't. Right. I mean, I, I, you know, I good do correct it. I do corrective. like that you say can't because you've trained yourself that it's just not a possibility. It's not negotiable. Right. But really, it's won't. It's won't. And I think, yeah, I think I that's think so what too. people have a problem with. It's that because uh, it won't is negotiable.
1: Right. So, I can't. I can't do it. I, right. I, right. I, after I do a party, as you know, I, I sleep for two or three days. Yeah. After exhausting. I do a psychic fair. Yeah. I'm, I'm gone I, I the phone is off mm-hmm. you know and I have to eat and sleep mm-hmm. and take care of myself I have to have that clear boundary I can't always be there right uh, but I always offer resources and other people who might be able to help them and that's my way of doing it but it took a long time to make these clear boundaries because yeah. like I said my my job in both jobs is working with very vulnerable people, and I never want to hurt them. I would never want them to misinterpret my intentions with them. Yeah. So the first thing I do is I say, this is my role. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm here to support you, and I have nothing but love, and I have experience through what you're going through. But understand I am not your friend. I work from this time and this time. Here are the emergency numbers after this time. And by doing that, I put it all on the table and there, there's a comfort that comes with that because people are safe to know. I know what her role is. Mm-hmm. So when you mix boundaries or when you have, what do they call it? Mis- mixed signals or mix. I don't know what you're trying to say. Yes, but you do. No, continue. Maybe
0: <laughs> if you said it in an English accent, Sunshine. I'd understand better.
1: But <laughs> I mean, no, you're what are you saying? Fuzzy, finish your thought. You know, when you have fuzzy boundaries, when you're not clear yeah. about your intentions and that's when things happen. It is safe to be clear about your intentions with people. Mm-hmm. This is a working relationship. Yeah. When I'm in my professional world, it's, I don't, I tend to not bring my psychic mm-hmm. stuff in there, even though they all know I'm psychic. Um, and I tend not to bring my other work in when I'm doing parties. I try to keep those things separate and keep those boundaries clear. And I, and I think it's really important in, in anything you do. And it's not just work. It's also with family. Oh, please. I can
0: tell you the worst boundary, my boundary story is almost unbelievable. Um, When I was in my uh, 20s, I uh, got the job at the theater, I was uh, showing some success, kind of um, filling roles that were becoming vacant. Mm -hmm. It was clear I wasn't going back to college at that time, I was just going to continue my path there. Um, learning new things, learning new programs, moving forward. and I was very excited when I was uh, I was uh, asked if I would be interested in being the house manager at the time. right? And, um, oh yeah, I know the story yeah, yeah. And um, I had off on a Monday because I had worked the previous weekends and my mother knew that I was off on Monday. And my mother was volunteering there at the time. And on my day off, after I told her how excited I was that they offered me the house manager job, uh, she called my uh, boss, two bosses there, uh, on my day off and tried to convince them to hire her. And her um, her pitch to them was that uh, if they hired her, they would get the benefit of me too because mom would just tell me what to do. Oh
1: my God. <laughs> yeah. For that them. She had, she had some boundaries.
0: Luckily, yeah. uh, these two women whom I worked with and one I still work with uh, kind of told mom like, um, mm, no, and, and not appropriate. And what I appreciate is that they didn't tell me for a year. Wow. I didn't know. So where There's was the all ba- kinds s- of boundaries. So the boundary was, uh, mom crossed the boundary of appropriateness. Right. Uh, just by, uh, calling them to talk to them about me. Right. Right. Number one, I'm a woman in my twenties. My mother needs to not be involved in the minutiae right. of my daily work life. Sure. And number two, Pushing me aside, selfishly, trying to get something that I
1: earned. Right. So. And the appropriate boundary, talking about an appropriate boundary, is this person who's your boss. Yes. Recognizing and yeah. did the appropriate thing yeah. by saying, this is inappropriate. That's Correct. creating a boundary. Correct. That she can't cross. Correct. So that's a great thing. I was, protected, that, I was yeah.
0: protected twice by that person. Right. Uh, she told my mom, not appropriate. That's a good boundary. She also told my mom, "I'm not even going to tell Donna about this." Right. And a year later, that's crazy. When I was going through other things with mom, she, I was told, "Listen, I really need to tell you that uh, she was. This is what right. your mom did a year ago."
1: Yeah, you know, mom. Well, we're gonna, I don't want to bash. Ma, yeah, yeah. You know, but the mom
0: was mom was bad with boundaries.
1: <laughs> that's why this is a great. Yeah, job. we're going to bring her up. But what she did with me is my boundaries. I was very when I was growing when when I was growing up, and as you know, I never told anybody anything, and that used to make every that used to make mom and dad crazy. You don't because I would keep secrets because I was afraid of what she would say or what she would do with my personal information. Yeah. So I created a boundary. Yeah. And after my son, I don't mind sharing this. I know this is very private, but I got my tubes tied. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> this is a crazy story, right? Not that we don't. So. I, I just separated from a horrendous relationship. I got two kids, you know, Donovan's born, you know, and and I got my tubes tied and whatever. And so I'm single at this point and not that I was ever interested and we were going to the gala. Yeah. I was dressed up and we were having a good time and these three men in front of me and I was walking with mom and dad and one of the gentlemen was flirting with me. And mom said, Oh, that's my daughter. She's a good cat. She's fixed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, What the fu-? I was like, Oh my God. Uh, she said she's fixed. Yeah. And I looked at her and yeah. I said, I will never share anything with you again. Yeah, yeah. And that's the boundary, is that I had to create with somebody I knew that yeah. wasn't able yeah. to have appropriate boundaries. Can you imagine? She's fixed. Like I'm a dog. She's fixed. (laughs) Don't worry about it. She's a good time. Thanks. So the point is, is that in every aspect of I know our lives and your life you you come across and and boundaries seems to be the theme of health yeah yeah when people have anxiety it's because they have a fear of the future it, They're afraid of what somebody might say or people in their lives. And, you know, when you're depressed, it's from the past and you didn't you have regrets and things. And if you if you think about your moment now and what's working for you and the people, what bound what kind of boundaries can you create for yourself to make yourself more comfortable? Mm -hmm. I
0: think that, um, you know, uh, I just want to balance out our talk about our mom, because those are pretty you know, too, not,
1: <laughs> not so She's great, great stories. a great catch. On the fixed. other
0: hand, um, one of the things that mom did give us that was very positive was um, kind of, uh, one of the things that she gave us, let's see if I can articulate this, is the, uh, the bravery, uh, a, a, a lack of fear for consequences of choices that we make. So for example, um, going back to the friend where Chris and I had to decide, okay, it's yeah. pretty clear. We're not going to be, we were able to anticipate we if we set this boundary, we're not going to be friends with her anymore. Right. And we were had to be okay with that. Right. Like understand the consequence of putting up that boundary. I understand the consequence of not taking personal invitations from people who I'm acquaintances right. with at work. It's go with the consequences that um, I'm thought of as being standoffish or cold or uncaring or I don't know how people interpret I can't speak to how people feel but it's not warm and fuzzy and I have to understand that consequence and I don't fear that consequence if the
1: consequence makes you feel better
2: than not setting the boundary that's a good thing Thank you for all the likes and listens. Need advice? Message us on our Facebook page or email us at thesistersarein at gmail.com. Your question might just be chosen to join us here at The Kitchen Table. Okay.
1: Well, we're talking about the boundaries that are in relationships. That's what I was... We're
0: not talking about that. We were talking... You're producing again. So if you're going to have to cut that out. Cut that part. No, we were talking... So being able to <laughs> being able to live with the consequences right of deciding what your boundaries are and not crossing them. Right. And I think that's where people fall, including myself, that you think like, okay, I'm not going to um I'm not going to cross this boundary that I know is not necessarily healthy for me, but it's easier than dealing with the blowback if it involves
1: other people. I think I got that. I think I got what you're saying. I, my process of what we were talking about is that to have a half an hour of facing somebody to, to, to create a boundary is less energy than a whole lifetime of dealing with somebody that keeps crossing boundaries. Yeah, but it's,
0: you know, it's easier said than done. Sometimes it's very, very scary to think about, um, you know, Telling somebody who my you might work for that you know please don't touch my shoulders.
1: That is a very deep boundary, and
0: it's scared and,
1: and that is what sca- are the consequences Absolutely.
0: of that? So it's it's really
1: that's a really a, that's a that's a topic of you know physical boundaries and the consequences of that.
0: I don't know how you can't be yeah. a woman in this our no, society please. and the physical boundaries we've are all just-
1: one out of two out of three of us have experienced <laughs> yeah, uh, right. something like that and that of course is you know very serious and you know I don't know how to answer that you know I I have had my physical boundaries crossed mm-hmm. and it will never happen again because it just was so damaging you mm-hmm. know it's you know having traumatic stress from somebody not understanding that no means no mm-hmm. is is a huge You know, and it's a huge uh, issue. I think that, you know, raising a boy, you know, you raised Donovan too, Mm -hmm. that as soon as he could even speak, no no means no. no. That's private. Yeah. We used to say that to him every time. No means no. No means no. And it was such a regular conversation. And um, I think it's really important to teach your children boundaries. Yeah. Keep your hands to yourself. Yeah. No means no, you know, is, is the best uh, preventative of that. You know, I, and, you know, I don't think I want to, I can never solve or help. You know, we
0: were raised in, you know, Greek and Italian family and it's still like hugging and kissing is obligatory. Yeah. And I have friends who. Don't like
1: to be touched.
0: Yeah. 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 And, um. That, I, you know, that there's a great little girl in my life who, you know, I know she adores us and loves us. And sometimes she does not feel like hugging and kissing. And it took me a minute to get used to that because I was, you know, we're so physical. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was a boundary that was uh, placed long ago. And I remember her mother saying. You don't have to kiss anybody if you don't want to. And I couldn't even wrap my brain around that because we had
1: no choice. My cheeks were pinched all the time because I was a cute little kid. I hated, you know, the
0: the stepping on the toes thing. I hated that. And I got your nose. Fuck you and got your (laughs) nose. If you are doing that to little kids, stop it right now (laughs) because you're a, That sucks.
1: You know, I think that touching is something that um, has to be clear. You have to teach your children that and you have to say that too. Mm -hmm. Sorry. No yeah uh now i always ask people like, are you a hugger and they're yeah, usually like yeah, yeah, yeah or no and yeah. then i was like how about a fist pump they yeah love elbow I did elbow. The elbow like always- on the
0: other hand on the other hand we had we were on the opposite side of that uh we went to the movies once and there was it was very very crowded and there was this obnoxious teenager next to chris on her phone the whole time and he kept asking her can you put that away And at first she would look at him and then ignore him. And, you know, we're in the middle of the row, the movie was going on. um, And he said, excuse me, excuse me. And she kept ignoring him. And he literally just tapped her on the shoulder like once with his finger. And she screamed assault. When we left the movie, she ran to her mother Mm. who got in our face. You assaulted my daughter. I couldn't even imagine like that's oh, where yeah. we went yeah, to that. F- right. Right. And so this, this woman's boundary was that if your body touches my daughter's body in any way, right. that to her is assault. Now to me, I was, I have been sexually assaulted right, and I'm pretty sure her PTSD from his finger on her shoulder right. is not the same as me getting over hemorrhaging in the hospital. I think from that, my sexual assault. So yeah. It, it's, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I don't yeah. like
1: to be, there's certain, yeah. I, I have PTSD. If somebody, if a, if a man touched me, yeah. even on the shoulder, I'd go off. I'd be like, don't touch me. Yeah. I'm very particular to yeah. me. That's a huge boundary and you don't know where people are coming right, from. Right. Right. So you have to be mindful of that too. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I am a hugger and I'm a yeah. kisser and I, uh, I love affection, But if I don't know you, you don't touch me. And I'm very clear. But I'm clear with my boundary. Right. Don't touch me. Mm -hmm. I say no. I put my hand up and I say no. Yeah. And then I walk away. Mm -hmm. I don't even mess around with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that's important. You know, it's just such a... So it's a you're going to say touchy subject. <laughs> I'm <laughs> trying to not disrespect that. the top. Such a touchy subject. <laughs> That's <laughs> stupid. But, I, you know, the point is, is that it's sometimes you have to be brave for yourself. Yeah. If somebody is crossing a boundary. I want to say. Oh, Sophie wants to say something. Go ahead, Sophie. I say
2: something? Yeah, yeah, here. Here's something no about boundaries? Okay. Okay. And Not unless make- it's criticizing us, then you can't. I'm <laughs> taking the microphone away. No, no, I'm going to steal your show. Um, let me take my headphones off so I can't hear myself. Um, so, I recently am nervous. Hi. <laughs> Hi, guys. It's free advice for a dollar. It's free advice for <laughs> a dollar, and I'm shaking and sweating right now. Oh, like, so feel, oh. Feel, Look how you are. feel. Oh, yeah, you can hear me, Mom, to make sure I'm recording. Um, so, what I was going to say is that when you when you make boundaries for yourself, especially in a workplace yeah. where there's maybe some sexual harassment going on, you create boundaries for people who can't create the, the boundaries for themselves. So like I told the kitchen staff who is a full Hispanic Latino kitchen staff that's got completely different boundaries than I do, and they would cross my boundaries. And I would have to tell them no, and they were I'm um, very close with them, and they stopped, and they stopped with other girls because I said yeah. no, this is not okay. And so when you, when you create boundaries for yourself, you're also helping other people stick up for themselves as well. That's true. And I just wanted to well, bring that
0: up. Restaurants are rife with um, <laughs> boundary crossing on all kinds of. I mean across life, and I just want to say that kitchen staffs, whether they're Latino or whatever, that is endemic of that industry, and I know you're young, and you haven't worked in many restaurants, and it doesn't matter. Um, uh, it's, it's almost, um, it's endemic of, of that industry in general, having worked in many restaurants myself. Um, I think people working at close quarters. It's a very physical yeah. job. It's very stressful. You're all in it together. It's um, it's almost a release when people are f- like kind of physical and joking and sexually. And it, it gets you through the day sometimes. And sometimes people misinterpret. Um, playfulness. Th- yeah, playfulness from fl- with flirtation. And you do have to. Say, I just told, I told a story about how when I worked at Friendly's in Fishkill when I was uh, 15 or 16, rather, it was like, um, there was a, a guy, it was, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I just want to say that I know that no means no, but I will still sit on your chest and smack your face back and forth. And I don't care if you say no, I will cross that boundary so fast. <laughs> god forbid we ever get a youtube channel because i will so demonstrate my I'm talent in spittle <laughs> so gross So gross! don't care about the boundaries we i want to add just to me, that.
1: me lose my because well, i want to add something because oh. you brought up something cultural because we talked about our culture we're mediterranean and we hug and kiss and you were talking about this like there's a different culture i was in a situation i had to go to a conference And there was this new boss that we had because we were lobbying at the time and we were having a sit down dinner and, and the point was she kept pushing me to eat. Yeah. Eat. I said, no, I'm good. Thank you. Eat. No, I'm good. Thank you. And I had to ask her over and over again, please stop. Please stop. And when I had to, you know, everybody was receptive, it was fine. But my point is, is that the first thing that was told to me when I back, oh, well, she comes, that's her culture. I said, you know, I have a culture too. I'm Italian and Greek and we're loud and obnoxious. It's not okay for me to scream in your ear. Yeah, That's not an excuse for you to say it's okay for me to to, uh, kiss you when you don't want to. And I think that with boundaries yeah. it's we all come from different places it, beautiful we all come from yeah. different places different ways it's uh, common sense common sense but it's all the bottom line is what makes you feel comfortable and what does it but if i say no no means no
0: something to be said about in you know taking things on an individual basis. Um I'm saying this because as you're talking about like no matter what however you feel comfortable blah 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 I uh was hanging out with a friend recently his mother is uh an emergency room nurse in a pediatric ward um in uh in a hospital close to New York City and there are people from different cultures who bring in their children and they do not want her to touch the children because only men doctors oh right can touch their children and so um i'm not going to tell you what's right or what's wrong in that situation um however she has to deal with that like what is best for the health of the child so like when a christian scientist says no we're going to pray the appendix to you know go away right um I, on a case by case basis, I think it needs to be also taken into consideration. It's not. It's not the same across the board. That's my point. Such that a- was my point about Chris in the movies. You know, I'm sorry. She was a snotty teenager, showing us disrespect, and I we needed her attention. I could have snapped at her, like right. with my fingers. Right. Would that be assault? I. You know. I just think that. Um, the people who are, um, you know, the pendulum just swung so far to the politically correct and the oversensitiveness. Um, It's, I'm just over it. And It's complicated. um, Yeah, it is very complicated. But I do think that things should be considered on an individual basis, and I don't think that it's fair to say all people are like this and this is the rule. Right. Um, No matter what. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do.
1: I I think this is a great conversation, and it's going to... You know, it's going to still make me think about my, I'm still have to make choices like going back to the beginning of, you know, I get 20 calls a day Yeah, uh, of peop, individuals needing we, help. We and, haven't
0: even talked about boundaries in relationships.
1: I know. Like, yeah. this is just, this is just <laughs> going. We're just going with it. Uh, boundaries in relationships is complicated. I,
0: um, you know, I compartmentalize, I'm, I'm, I'm in. I can compartmentalize very easily I can't speak very easily but um, uh, I was recently uh, privy to a conversation with uh, a group of women and they could not believe that I didn't check Chris's phone regularly and I'm like what the fuck am I checking his phone? I don't check my man's phone either and they said um, well you know to make sure that you know he's behaving (gasps) ooh yeah I'm like, do you do that with your husband? And she was like, absolutely. I know his passwords. I know his passwords. And I said, yeah, he knows our passwords. If I ever saw Chris looking at my phone, I would assume he's just looking at an app that I don't have. Um, We just don't have that. Like, we definitely have privacy. But that's for us. She could not believe that I didn't, quote unquote, keep tabs on him. And I just... Thoughts I didn't want to push the issue because obviously she has her own insecurities and I didn't want to kind of brag like I don't need that. Um, And her feeling was that well clearly if you're not um, if you're not checking on his um, phone then he must be stepping out. Right. That was her assumption. Yeah. And I thought. Yeah. Chris is playing yeah. Pac-Man. I know. <laughs> Chris, is, Chris, Chris, is looking is for, Chris is looking for some sums <laughs> at Target. He certainly is not. If you know, it's just it's kind of ridiculous to me, to me and my relationship with him. I um, have no problem with him uh, looking at other girls, talking about other girls. And it's totally negotiable if he wants to d- hang out with other girls, but um, I ain't doing his laundry. Right, that's my boundary.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I ain't doing the laundry. You can go to the movies
0: with another girl, <laughs> by all means. That means I get the television, the big television, for two hours without you in the house. Right on, dude.
1: Not doing your laundry. I, I I agree with you. I I don't like that. I I don't feel comfortable in a relationship if I have to check. I I don't I don't have I don't have the energy for that. I gotta keep track of myself but the boundary- you got to keep track of yourself. If yeah. you're texting with people, you shouldn't be texting. with. <laughs> That's not what I meant. Oh my God. <laughs> I have to make st- you sure you're
0: not <laughs> speaking in a weird accent <laughs> at the deli counter.
1: <laughs> I'm getting picked on deservingly. Um, uh, well, because I had a rough, uh, a rough relationship for a long time with boundaries were constantly crossed all the time when I got remarried when I'd never got married, but when I got married, I didn't marry the first guy, but when I got married, the boundaries were clear. Um, I want to, I want to do not want other people in our relationship. Um, I don't, um, it's a priority. If you want to not be in the marriage, just say it and then we'll work it out. Uh, no secrets just tell what it is. We'll work it out and communication is the key and we put everything out beforehand all the boundaries beforehand No yelling. I said you can't you yell at me. I can't I can't mm-hmm. don't yell at me. There's no cursing at each other mm-hmm. It's respect. Otherwise, I'm not gonna be here. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna be He doesn't like drama. He says mm-hmm. don't be drama mm-hmm. So I gotta work on my drama because I was emotional and I had yeah. to work that out so I think again creating the boundaries of what is acceptable to you and what's not and putting it out there is is a good idea.
0: And then when you struggle with the fact of, um, you know, you have that pit in your stomach and you almost don't want to address that boundary, you you have to think in the long term, this is going to be good for me in the long term. Going back to, you know, uh, moms used to say, nobody ever died from crying, you know, and uh, you just have to, you have to push through yeah, and get through your fear. Yep, and handle the rejection. Yeah, handle the criticism. Right, and handle um, the possible um, breakup of whatever friendship, job, sure, blah blah. You know whatever that the situation is whatever the situation is, and be prepared for a possible separation.
1: Or it could work out in your benefit. You can't be. Or your, it could work out. They could be like, "Really, you felt that out. way? I didn't know I was doing yeah. that. I do that you a lot. Can, yeah, but I had no idea." I was what doing that. gives
0: me, um, what gives me strength or the um, courage to address things is to think: in five years, I'm going to be so glad that this is behind me, and I'm already. You know, I think I try to think five
1: years from now. Oh, god, that's so funny. You know what mine is? No. Can I sleep at night? I do it that day. Is this going to matter today? Can I sleep at night? I, I have to go to bed with a clear head. And if something is bothering me, I have to confront it. Like I can't. Yeah. I used to not be like that. But mm-hmm. for me, I I feel like in my experience, because we all experience different things, you have different, uh, you know, like I said, crisis, drama, or whatever that makes you stronger. You're going to react differently as you get older or different ways. And for me, I just have such a low tolerance of feeling uncomfortable. I never want to be unhappy and I don't want to be uncomfortable. Right. My relationship is making me feel uncomfortable. I'm going to say I feel uncomfortable and I don't know why. Yeah. I'm going to say, you know what? You said something. It wasn't quite right. Or he'll say, hey, Kath, listen, you said this and, and I don't know how to take it. Yeah. And it's because that's what we both want. Yeah. And I think that I take that into now my family. Mm-hmm. I say to you now, hey Don, we got something. You're like, yeah. okay, what's up, Sophie? Yeah. We got something. What's going on? Instead of letting it fester, yeah, and fester, yeah, and then it ends up being bigger than what it needs to be, yeah. Why do that? Yeah, sleep well at night. Yeah, just take care of it because tomorrow's a new moment and a new day. And I and I think that's helped me uh live healthier. Yeah, mm-hmm. I seem brighter yeah
0: and if the people who can't handle it or don't like it like you say they go to the wayside and they you know you call people out on their crossing their boundaries I mean I've lost two friendships this year yeah I'm sorry I'm not <laughs>
1: trying to be sympathetic no i mean i
0: i'm sorry that and both times it was calling people out on not okay you can't treat me this way you can't the number one the first one you couldn't use me to get to other people and then you hurt my friend
1: oh high five yeah oh
0: snape just fell again that's true um and the second one was don't take me for granted high five high five And the consequence was it was hurtful. I mean, I remember talking to you about it. Sure. Um, but in the long run, you know, when people show you who they are, you believe them the first time. Love that saying. And so when you talk out of both sides of your fucking mouth (laughs) (laughs) and you're not in my life anymore, uh, I'm gonna deal with the consequence of you saying that Don is a bitch. I'm yeah. okay with that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. I saw you pick up your cards. Were you motivated? Oh yeah, to I pull thought that. You know, we're talking about. As about we were I'm wrapping just, this
1: up. Oh, yeah, I like to do. I'm like just gonna pull one card out. See what it says. Let's okay. just see what it says. Tell me when to stop. stop. No, stop. Not. Oh, you're so. I'm gonna stop. I'm stopping <laughs> and I'm cutting. Okay, let's see what yeah. card comes okay. up. Here it is. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh, you know we say that at every card. I know. <laughs> I, <just laughs> I know. I got the Four of Pentacles. The Four of Pentacles uh, looks like a man holding. Uh, he's holding a pentacle. There's a pentacle over his head, and then the two on the bottom. And he, the color is red. That's standing out, and that's being brave. So, being brave, holding on to your, holding on to what's right for you. You know, holding on what feels good. I also see the
0: city in the distance. Mm-hmm. So the complications of city, of, you know, um, crowdedness and chaos. busyness and chaos is behind you. Oh, yeah. Hold Notice on to what? It's behind him. He's not looking for it in the distance. It's behind him. Hold on to yourself.
1: I don't know what that means, but hold on to, hold on to yourself. Hold on to what feels right. Hold on to the thoughts. Be clear in your thoughts. I also like that they're
0: kind of. Um, placed in chakra places
1: yeah that's what i was looking at and the red
0: that's another we need to write that down we need to talk about chakras soon but you um, know
1: the grounding feeling safe yeah. Red to me is about being brave it's okay. it's safe for you to be brave and also notice the blue hem yeah it's loyal and communication yeah uh speak your truth
0: speak your truth i don't know that we have anything else to say after that speak all right tr- let's clap it okay. and make it so
2: Remember that the sisters book private readings, contact them via email, the sisters are in at gmail.com or message them on their Facebook page.